This is Raw. Hello, everybody. Hi, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, apologies, we're on about 10 minutes late. Uh, there's a big fire alarm in the library and there was mobs of people being ushered out at alarming speeds and we had to basically just run for our lives, our possessions and our children. But, you know, we're here now and... That's Jason that talking, by the way. Oh, I'm Jason, by the way. <laughs> this is Manny and together we are Wild Stallions for you Bill and Ted fans out there. <laughs> well, basically, this is... Uh, well, anyway, sorry that we are late, but uh, we will do it on time next time. <laughs> so please forgive us and please get used to it because you know we're, we're bound to we're bound to slip up every now and then and possibly more often than not but basically the, um, the show is called either or and it's basically me and manny just chatting about a variety of uh philosophical themes every episode and it's going to be the same time eight or nine every saturday until we graduate or get kicked out whichever happens first and we're going to go into a song in a minute and then after that we'll explain how the show works so please stay tuned thank you email your request studio at radio.warwick.ac.uk I love Raw. Hello, welcome back. This is Either Or. I'm Manny. I'm Jason. And today we're going to talk a little bit about film because we picked it randomly out of a hat a few weeks ago and decided we would all think of something very intelligent to say about it. But it turns out that we don't really have many things to say about it, so we're just going to say whatever we want about <laughs> it, basically. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. It was Eddie Daniels with Blue Bossa. We're going to play some more music like that. Well, maybe not like that, but we're going to play some more music later. But first of all, we're going to get stuck right into what we're talking about today, which is, like I mentioned, film. Now, well, actually, let's talk about what the show is, the structure that, of that, the show first. That, that could help. You guys might, might need to know this kind of background information. Right. All right. Basically, this is a show that uh, has a debate on a certain art form, and then one of the hosts will play the artist, and one of the hosts will play the judge. So which am I today? I don't know, artist? How about that? Okay, I'm, today I'm going to be your artist. So basically, I'm going to defend um, the value of whatever we're talking about today, which is film. And I'm going to value it purely on aesthetic grounds. It's like an artistic kind of medium. And Mandy's going to try and talk about it in terms of the moral issues surrounding that medium. Yeah, well, I'm just going to film based on the mo moral value and the moral theme. And we're going to start off talking about the movie Avatar that was recently released on DVD. Really? Um, I don't know if any of you have run out and bought that, or I'm sure most of you probably saw it in the cinemas. I think it was quite quite big of students, even though it wasn't in the art center. It was probably not quite not classy enough. But they thought it was really crap. <laughs> Manny thought it was pretty crap. So, uh, what do you think, Jason? Do you think it's good? I also thought it was a bit meh. But a lot of people really, really liked it for a number of reasons. Normally, the uh, the visual kind of qualities of it and like the budget that went into it. But surely they were. We could all agree that it wasn't like one of the great movies, despite what you know the uh, the critic, the so-called critics called it on its like first release when they hailed it as like the best movie of all time. Blah, blah, really, blah, 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 who blah, blah. said that? I don't know. It was in like the the, the crappy newspaper, so I won't really name. Alright, crappy newspaper. <laughs> in, case there you go. in case anybody reads those newspapers, but we're gonna say that the. Well, I thought I thought the CG and the visual image was brilliant, especially I don't know the dragon that's flying around the super humongous one, <laughs> the red and yellow one. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, but I think the plot is just like too typical. Yeah, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. I mean, I mean, the plot is like I don't know, so corny that it's like it's used like twenty years ago, probably hundred years ago yeah. as well. It, it, it is pretty archetypal and unoriginal that plot. It was just. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, there was a, uh, I don't really, there's like an alien kind of community living on a, another strange distant planet, but... What, what are they called again? Uh, what are they called? I don't know. Indigenous people. Indigenous, <laughs> oh, 
I thought you meant what was what were the indigenous people called. I didn't really yeah, yeah, that, that's okay. what I meant. But okay. we can't find a name, right? So, so that today we'll just call them the indigenous people, who must be distinguished from the avatars, which are the the earthlings who have been sent in to try and uh, whatever they're trying to do, trying to colonize the actual community living there for the resources, which, as you know, is a quite a hot topic, you know, even in these days. And um, of course, well, you mean the movie is quite a hot topic? No, the actual theme. Oh, the actual theme. Was it theme? The theme was, you know, uh, colonizing other places is wrong and we should respect other communities, which is obviously a very, very important political and moral message. But just the way it was used as like a skeleton of the actual story of the, the movie was kind of a regurgitation of other plots that have been used in other movies since probably the film industry well, yeah, began. And also the point is, I don't think they delivered the message well, especially with the overwhelming CG effects and all that stuff. People just get lost and just just focus on wow, the color, the visual, wow, the animation. Yeah, that's an interesting point because obviously the highlight of the movie was this this visual kind of power it had, especially in 3D. A lot of people said that this was the movie that kind of justified the new 3D technology and made it actually worthwhile. But we can always think about exactly what that kind of visual kind of visual power that draws us in is actually doing, whether that can be used positively to draw us in to be actually absorb the message that the movie is trying to convey or whether that can distract us from any kind of actual critical interrogation we can have with the themes of the movie. I mean, in the case of Avatar, if a child had watched that movie, they would have no doubt picked up some of the message on a very basic level, but I'm sure most of them would watch it again, not to hear that message again, but to see the visual effects and the explosions at the end and the big wars and the technologies and like the graphics and stuff. So... We might really think I think about the, the children will probably just focus on the CG and stuff, say it's so yeah, cool, yeah. instead of focusing on the moral issue. And also, I don't think the moral issue is really, you know, well thought anyway. It's like a human that become an avatar and then, and then fight back and the nature help as well. So it seems like to me it's quite passive. Like the moral issue is like, oh, yeah, the nature will help us yeah, fight back. They don't really do anything critical with the kind of moral issue they're trying to explore. They're just kind of like laying it as a foundation for piling on loads and loads and loads of really 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 big special effects and explosions and stuff but it never is used like kind of in a very sophisticated or intelligent way um and even the ending was like typical cliche well, what like, was the ending again i can't remember jason the ending was the uh, you know the american courageous kind of um hero with a heart who eventually turns against all right and all the rhinos and and stuff comes out yeah. and then like he, and he ends up trying to defend the uh indigenous people by joining with them and you know getting them more to form big communities and bringing them all together and of course it, it took the it took the role of an outsider to do that for some reason like in all of these movies to try and justify yeah, it any seems kind of like they're sending out a message that we need a hero that's outside of this community yeah. to in order to save us and i think his point will be the American as well. This is another version of colonialism, really. You know, he's saying that war and all that kind of stuff is bad, but then he's saying that they're kind of trying to portray that he was the archetypal hero who went in and saved and otherwise doomed people who couldn't take care of themselves, which is kind of like the uh, the old kind of, um, what do you call it, paternalistic intervention. Um, What's paternalistic <laughs> intervention? It's James? like, you know, the justification that these people use to go in and kind of mess around and then say they're doing it for the good of their own, like the other people. Yeah, it's like a lot of American hero movies, just like mm. one guy can save the entire race or something. I, I don't think it's realistic anyway. But I don't think realism was really what they were aiming at, but then we still want to say, you know. No, Jason, I think you're supposed to defend the movie on the artistic perspective. Well, we were just introducing the movie just then, but now for the sake of the actual premise of the show, one of us is going to try and just 
prove to the other person that this was a valuable movie, possibly one of the most valuable Are we just movies. talking about Avatar or movie in general? We're going to talk about Avatar in general to actually flesh out some of the issues, and then we can use Avatar, other examples. Avatar movie in general. Avatar, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Avatar movie <laughs> in general. In general. Yeah, they might release a sequel, and then we can talk about the Avatar body, but we're going to talk about the Avatar movie in particular to begin with, and then we're going to see what kind of issues we encounter if we're trying to just talk about it and overlook the, you know, questionable morality of it just by focusing on the artistic side. And then we can see... No, I'm going to focus on the ethical side. He's going to focus on the ethical side. I'm going to say, woo, it was so well artistically made and all that stuff, and then we're going to have a bit of well, fun. It's not anyway, it. right? Okay, well, we'll see anyway. First of all, we're going to play some music, and then we're going to come back to you, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. Email your requests. Studio at radio.warwick.ac.uk. It's your role. Hello, welcome back. This is Manny. And this is Jason, and you are listening to Either Or. Um, if you were listening earlier, you're still listening to Either Or. But if you're listening now, then thank you for tuning in to Either Shape your company and hope to entertain you for the next 35 minutes. And don't forget to text us, text us and email us. The number is 04-765-73077. Yep, that is the number. If you is wanted it? again, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll probably repeat it at some point during it says the show. Here, right? Uh, yeah, it does say here. We're not just remembering it off no, the top of our head. I think I said the wrong number. <laughs> Manny thinks he said the wrong number. You can try texting that number and see what happens. No, I think you not, should text 075-071-847. Thank you. Yeah, four sevens. I remember that one. That's okay, okay, okay. Sevens. That's the correct okay. one. Forget what I said just now. Just forget everything he said. It's going to be, you know, probably the best policy for listening to this show. Um, anyway, on that note, we should probably listen to what he has to say about Avatar, in which he'll be trying to say that Avatar... Do we have to talk about Avatar, actually? Well, fine. As soon as my example is so bad, Manny... No, 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 let's talk about Avatar. No, 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 I would like to talk about Avatar. We sound like a squabbling couple, Manny. (laughs) Anyway, Manny's going to say a film that he thinks is a very... (laughs) He's saying no to me across the thing. He's not talking into the camera, uh, the the microphone. So I guess he does want to talk about Avatar after all. And he's going to say that Avatar was a bad movie because the, the moral kind of... I'm going to say that Avatar is a bad movie. That's what I just said. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to say it. Okay, go. Yeah, Avatar is a bad movie. Why, Manny? Yeah, because I think it sent out the wrong messages. First of all, it, it, didn't, it didn't really send out the messages correctly. And from what I thought, I think a, a good film consists in bringing out a correct and accurate ethical perspective. And I think... Uh, the message brings us out is oh, all the all the invaders uh, are bad, or or they use up the native uh, resources, blah blah blah, and then oh, and then somehow the natives need to fight back, and then uh, there there should be a possibly outsider as a hero that can save the whole race by becoming one of them, and then somehow the whole nature will fight back and help them as well. I I don't think it's a correct message anyway. Okay, but you just said that a good movie consists in delivering an accurate and positive moral message. So are you kind of saying that we can't enjoy well, movies I'm, I'm, that are possibly immoral or, you know, they're not going to be morally uplifting or complicated? It's going to be... So we can't really enjoy those kind of movies that just um, don't really try and preach to us. It's the kind of abstract, arty kind of movies. We have to always try and find movies that will be morally righteous. Is that what you're saying? Well... I'm not saying we can't enjoy a morally bad movie. I say we we can't enjoy it. People can feel pleasure. I know seeing people killing babies. I don't know, but I think a good we don't movie, endorse that in good, any way. I, I don't know. Maybe no. Some some people out there, no. Uh, but I think 
a movie, in order to judge whether it's good or bad, ethical value is like probably have has ninety percent of 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 in the judgment should be included in the judgment. You think you really, really, really think that the moral valuation should be ninety percent of the valuation of? Well, if I have to itself, say, since I'm the judge now, I would say hundred percent, one hundred percent. You heard it right here. Manny has just said. That okay, the- what do you think <laughs> then, Jason? What do you think? I think there are plenty of plenty of films and other kind of art forms that we can enjoy purely without having any kind of ethical kind of investment in them. And a lot of the the works that we do value a lot are of questionable morality, but are still kind of like cutting edge in terms of their breaking aesthetic grounds or you know just being pure entertainment for the sake of it. They can they can really be uh, effective and powerful movies that we value in our lives without ever trying to trouble us about any kind of moral issues that we face in everyday reality. Well, then it it kind of just like doing anything that's pleasurable, you know. <laughs> so that's a good point. Are we just gonna defend? what we value in these things just because of the pleasure they give us or should we think of them because well what i'm saying is no you shouldn't you can take pleasure in that there's nothing wrong about that but you know in order to be a movie to be a good movie the ethical theme is the sole importance it's like the essence of a good movie what do you think so he he is saying something quite strong here, in which the essence of the movie consists in its morality. But as we, what about those kind of movies where we don't actually know the moral message that it's given us? We know that it has kind of you know raised some issues that we are thinking about, and maybe it is a you know an engagement with our kind of moral sensibilities. But it hasn't actually delivered any kind of clear cut message what we should do in any situation or any kind of you know theoretical kind of advice to us as the audience but then we still think that it has been a valuable experience nonetheless certainly would you say defines a movie having a kind of moral um a moral factor well i think that surely there's some credit should be given if the movie kind of provokes a deeper you know thought about certain you know sociological i don't know global issue like i don't know global warming you know uh, child abuse some credit should be given to it, but I don't think. I don't think it's a good movie because it's, of that. Yeah, it it should <laughs> it should deliver a message correctly. I think that's one thing we can agree on. Avatar is that it kind of didn't really trouble or complicate or like you know engage our moral sensibilities. It's kind of spoon fed us the things we already knew and kind of like did it very passively. But then I'm still going to say that there was something exciting about it, which we are gonna, we're going to value. I mean, I agree that the moral message it proposed wasn't the best, but it was enough and was incorporated fairly, even though passively, to you know, be built on to create a, a story that was at least entertaining. And you know, there was lots of action and it was a lot of people liked it for that kind of movie. They just wanted a kind of movie which was full of these things and they were... They wouldn't really mind what the actual kind of um, yeah, but structure was based on, but it was better that it did turn out to have some kind of happy moral ending, even though it was quite a questionable one if you actually analyze it away from... Because when we're in the cinema, possibly we won't think about the kind of message it's trying to give us. We don't really think about that in hindsight. And that will be based on the kind of moral kind of awareness we have as a person. Not everybody who go, comes out of the cinema is going to think, wow, I'm sure there was a few who came out and thought, this really has increased my awareness of issues that the world faces and the things that we should do. 
but a lot of people who have already thought about these issues and don't rely on movies to try and tell them about it are going to be thinking that, you know, I've heard all this before and I've heard it much better. Well, I think a movie should provide an, a better or a more thought-provoking way for those people that already heard of their argument can see things per- perhaps differently or in more insight. And also, I don't think happy moral ending should count as a good movie. And even though people take pleasure in some, oh yeah, happy ending, I don't know, uh, the prince and the princess oh, live, live together forever happily. Oh yeah, people take pleasure and they probably feel life is better, but that doesn't mean it's a good movie. That is a fair point, but I think we're constraining our argument by just do, looking Do you think Avatar has a good happy ending? Because I can't remember the ending. I think it, it functions very well as just the kind of, you know, that kind of genre of movies in which there's going to be some complications that beset the hero, but in the end they manage to stay with the... Does he stay with, does he stay with the, the girl he falls in love with in the end? I mean, I know the uh, community know. is kind of endangered, but then ultimately saved. And by the, the American soldier by the american soldier yeah well no one's saying that an american soldier saving a community is doing anything wrong yeah but it's just like oh how about let's say huh a chinese hero or like a british hero how about that or one of the indigenous people yeah one of the indigenous yeah well that begs the question of whether there are any british heroes but apart from that (laughs) 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 we'll just move on now uh, we're going to talk about another movie. We're going to talk about District 9, which I think raises similar themes, but has a very, very different yeah, wh- aesthetic Why don't, why don't you just kind of make a summary without spoiling the movie too much? Because I don't think everybody watched that compared to Avatar. Okay, I think it's the best way to paraphrase it. We're going to play another song, and then we're going to move on to that <laughs> one. If any of you think we've been talking absolute rubbish, or you think that Manny needs to pay attention to other factors in the art kind of medium, which he obviously does, then please, I'm calling for your help. Please email us. Manny, what's the email address? Uh, email address, well, it's studio at radio.warwick.ac.uk. Thank you, Manny. Okay, we're going to play a song now. See you very soon. Hello, welcome back. Yeah, I really like that song. Um, we're just going to play songs we like. This is the great thing about having a specialist show. Well, I we think don't... we need to focus on movie, Jason. We're going to be talking about music next week, so... Well, I think the week after, right? I, I thought we got We're going to be talking about the music at some point. So you should probably listen to all of our shows if you like music. Uh, and yeah. Obviously, because you play good music. So if you like music, you know, listen to our show. And if you like the sound of our voice, you'll also listen to our show. But right now, we're going to go on and talk about um, another movie. We're going to talk about District 9. Manny's going to basically sum up what happens in it and see how... No, I- no you're going to sum <laughs> up what happened. Uh, fine, I'll sum up what happens. Um, in District 9, in the beginning, there's... I can't remember what that... There's this dude from the government, right? There's this dude from the government, and he's involved in some. Oh no, no, no! Basically, there are tons of alien refugees came to the came down to the earth, and then, uh, well, human just surround them and put a perimeter, just like uh, as a Pakistan, right? Uh, <laughs> like, did put you, a. Did you did you say alien refugees? Yeah, I'm not sure if they are refugees though, because I'm not sure if they came to Earth for. For anything, or they accidentally ended up on Earth. They accidentally ended up on Earth, and then I think they seek for help. Well, they do try and you know set up a community there and try and just like adjust, but it is always under the watch of these kind of um, government kind of figures, and they want to um, keep them kind of uh, quarantined, yeah, 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 away from the rest of the community. And in the end, they want to try and move them away. Again, no, they, uh, yeah, the government also tried to take advantage of them by taking all their weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, so again, it's like the case of you know, 
in Avatar when, you know, the shady kind of government figures want something from this community, but they don't want to give anything back. They just want to kind of use them and then get rid of them as best as they can. Also, the alien refugees are called prawn, which also kind of sounds like, you know, a real negative thing that, oh, yeah, I can get rid of them or they're like a lower life form or something. It is just like one of those derogatory kind of like racial terms where you just um, identify a certain kind of group. Yeah, like a stereotypical racial term. And it's not even racial; it's like species. They're saying <laughs> they're saying you're not you're not just like another race, which is why you're worse. They're saying you're subhuman. When clearly the possibility is that they're above human beings, or at least on par with human beings. But they're just another community that the actual um, government involved don't understand, so don't really know how to deal with. And of course, the government goes horribly, horribly wrong. And in the end, um, the guy who is initially in the government trying to be involved in this kind of policy where he moves him away to another area and quarantines him and like you know tries to cover up the whole thing he ends up becoming one of them after he is i can't remember what happens he gets some kind of like chemicals on him or something and then he ends up turning into one of the prawns himself so again we have another parallel of avatar where you know the protagonist even though this one he's not really a hero in fact he's portrayed as i think not many people are familiar with the word protagonist Okay, protagonist is the, like main, the main character. The main character. From now on, we'll just say the dude. I think that's the pretty, dude. Yeah, the, the dude. dude. So don't get confused. So, Avatar, the dude is what? The Avatist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a philosophy show, you're going to hear a lot of random jargon and you might not understand what it is. Um, Avatist is one of them. Right. And, and in District Night, the dude is just like a government official that tries to do his job, yeah. which is accommodate the prawn. Well, a prawn. I shouldn't use that term, right? It's pol- political incorrect, right? Uh, I'm sure there are probably lots of prawns listening who are going to try. I don't even know if they that can actually type emails towards us because they've actually got opposable thumbs and You stuff. might get sued for that, you know, Jace. Okay, please don't sue us. Yeah, I, uh, Thanks. okay. Okay, All we're right. going to move anyway, on now, the, anyway, the government official is trying to do his job, which is try to accommodate prawn, but obviously the government official, the dude, doesn't really care about the prawn. He just tried to get promo and get a good life. But I think this is an interesting point to contrast between the two movies because... In the first one, the dude, the uh, American army hero, was someone who really didn't kind of like engage my kind of sympathies or I didn't really feel any kind of like moral investment right? in his outcome. I didn't really feel so because I always thought he just was like a kind of like bravo, kind of stereotypical kind of American, uh, American movie kind of hero. Whereas in District 9, I thought that if there was any kind of more kind of moral investment I had with him, it wasn't because he was just like a different person it's because he was portrayed by them and oh, he was right, kind of yeah. like and he wasn't like a he wasn't like a hero he was kind of like a bumbling guy who didn't really know what he was like doing an ordinary guy that he everyone made, can be he made like bad jokes and stuff and he was a bit confused and you know he was and also you can also see how how he changes i think he changes because in the beginning he is just like some guy who just like is sticking with his job and he knows that his policies are correct and stuff but then as he actually engages more and more of the community and ends up becoming one of them and having to understand them by like being able to empathize with them then he changes this kind of thing but he always remains self-interested he wants to help them because of his own end because of his own end and they want his help because of their own end as well which is so another way like I think, a, like a taking advantage mutual mutually i think it was taking advantage in some respect but i think it was also more realistic than avatar in the way that it wasn't just like overwhelming altruism will save the well, day which one's more realistic i think district nine okay because i think that the two communities or the two the clash of the two cultures both understood that they want something from the others but they agree on terms i mean the guy the actual prawn who um the hero kind of helps leave and go back home says he will cure the main hero but only after he saved his own people and then the main hero has nothing to do but like agree to those terms 
So there's like more kind of like negotiation in that one rather than just an American hero comes in and just saves them and they kind of seem a bit passive. Yeah, but surely that doesn't constitute District 9 is better than Avatar, right? Well, I think District 9 is better than Avatar just because the way it is um, constructed and like the characterization of the main hero and just the, um, the portrayal of the kind of clash between these two these two cultures is a lot more kind of uh, gritty and problematic than Avatar in which Avatar just kind of keeps everything kind of one-dimensional and simple, whereas District 9, you kind of don't really know what's going to happen and it's like got surprises. And... Okay, so you think uh, District 9 is better than Avatar because of his ethical perspective? Um, I wouldn't say ethical. I would say that District 9 uses the ethical kind of moral kind of message it wants to portray in a complicated way as a resource for creating a good artwork. I wouldn't say that it's better because of the message. I'll say it's better because the message itself is providing it with more kind of possibilities for artistic expression. And I think that those kind of outlets in in the form, like in the characterization, like in the uh, the kind of very, very like rugged, gritty kind of graphics and stuff that it has like describing the like the the porn community and also like the um the elements of like humor and like black humor and stuff in it is what makes what, it better. In, in where? In District Nine. As black humor? Or just like, you know, the guy is kind of Alright, um, yeah, it's not funny, but uh, and it's funny. It's kinda of like gruesome the way they're like trying to like treat the prawns he's going around, he's like making jokes about them and stuff, and it's not really that funny. Oh, okay. So I think it the ethical message doesn't make it better but how it's used as a resource of actually shaping the story and building on those surprises and stuff is what makes it better than yeah, Avatar. but surely the the more moral theme is like the fundamental basis on which the movie can be built on and put it as some you know fancy artistic expression but i think it's the theme that makes the movie better because without the theme it, it will be nothing well, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I would say that there could be another theme, possibly even an immoral theme, which allows for these kind of possibilities of expression and manipulation in the work itself, which would create a great aesthetic piece of art. Well, I think if it's an immoral theme, I think, well, it probably depends how it delivers as well, because if it's supposed to be sarcastic, then surely it pro- provides more, more thoughts, not in terms of the theme per se, but in terms of the opposite theme. Do you see what I mean? But I wouldn't have to say that the only reason that an immoral piece of art could be aesthetically good is because it's ironic or sarcastic. I'd say that some can be good in their own right as artistic kind of expressions. So, so you're saying without the theme, the artistic film on its own can constitute a good movie? I would say that without any kind of moral theme, there can still be good, you know, good art forms made out of them. But then I would also well, say... Surely there's a difference between good art form in terms of yeah, it fits the criteria, the formal criteria that constitutes what is movie and also what is a good movie. Yeah, but I would still say good movies can be made out of weak themes or kind of like no real kind of, like kind of concrete themes. And I'm saying that the only... But there's... What, what do you mean no real concrete th- themes? Like a movie that seems to be confusing what it's trying to portray can still be quite good if it just turns out to be really, really funny or it's got really good like um, cinematography. 
even if Sorry? cinematography okay even if what it's actually trying to show is a bit confused and doesn't really seem to be very sure of it itself then we can't say that the theme is what makes it better but we can say that the movie still i, I really doubt up. the possibility of a movie that delivered the message really vaguely and yet to be good it probably was pleasurable because uh, well i got nothing to do and then what well, Occupy two hours of my <laughs> life, you know. You see what I'm saying? You're gonna have a, a pretty bad life if. Uh, I mean, if I was studying, you know, you see, and I absolutely was full of the tags. I don't know the formulas, stuff like that. I probably mm. just want to watch a movie, you know, you know, refresh myself. And so then I would not like to watch a movie that's packed with, well, moral themes and probably just some really random, stupid, stupid stuff that just kind of, well. Relax my brain, if you see what I mean. I see what you mean, but I don't see how those movies are necessarily worse in themselves than other more kind of like sophisticated, thought-provoking movies. I think a lot more work has to be done to defend the fact that these movies are only pleasurable rather than good. Well, the thing about the different different one, right? A thought-provoking is good because it doesn't give me. Pleasure is not the the goal of the movie. Rather, a, as a deeper deeper moral issue is the is the point. While the one the the, the two hours stupid movie that I just want want to watch to refresh my brain, I, I just do it f f so for my pleasure. I can I can do something else. I don't know. Go go swimming or something. It's replaceable. If you see what I mean. Um. It's an end. It's a means to an end. While the movie itself. Why well, it's kind of like a means to an end as well, <laughs> but it's 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 delivering an end. So the kind of people who never watch these like morally profound movies are you saying that they never really have any good like exposure to real art? Well, a real art. I think you said the difference between is real like art, or in this context, a real movie, and a good movie, like. A real movie can be just like suit the criteria of what is what it is the being of the movie, what it is to be the movie. While a good movie, not only do they need to suit what it is to the move, uh, what it is to be movie, they also need to deliver a moral message. Don't you think? Well, I think that similarly, those that go beyond just meeting the criteria of the movie would be better movies by doing that act. But I think that to go beyond just the formal conditions of what makes a movie like the moviness conditions can similarly be broken and expanded by introducing new kind of technologies new kind of styles and new kind of techniques in the movie and but that's that, how they are just techniques beyond. you see it's techniques means it's it's for something else you know but we could say that there could be some moral expression which as of yet is incompatible with the movie genre we have at the minute and yeah, will require that, some kind of formal innovation for us to express it. Yeah, well, I probably would give you credit for what, well, yeah, create sort of new style. But Thank that you. doesn't that, that doesn't make it a good movie. Don't you think like, okay, I got all this style, I got all these techniques, you know, oh, I'm mixing the music very well. I'm I'm editing very good, blah 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 blah. But those are techniques for something else, for for the message to be sent out. Right? I mean the technique in themselves, they don't have values. I would say that introducing new techniques and expanding the medium of the genre is itself possibly an ethical act anyway. 
you might think that there's some kind of limitation and some kind of like you know um mental kind of uh negativity that comes out of just being stuck to the same kind of routine and us watching the same kind of movies over and over again and you think that the movie genre has to itself be changed as an artistic medium and that itself is meant to have some kind of moral impact because it means that new movies can be portrayed that would mean that the moral what would you mean by moral impact like if you think it's kind of bad that there are no i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying what is it to be good takes far more than the technique i mean a technique just technique is nothing but i think what it means for it to be good also requires a lot of extra yeah, kind yeah, of yeah but look um when when the when, when did okay when did movie uh first come out um it was like uh like professional movies was like around about early 20th century i think okay. But they were like very, very like small, like the black and white kind of things. Okay, like let, let's say those black and white movie and now like the all CG avatar type movie. Mm. I still think, even though the technique, uh, I don't know, the quality or, or got improved. But I still don't think just because of these factors, they are better than the black and white movie. You see what I'm saying? So technique doesn't really necessarily constitute what it is to be a good movie, but rather the theme, how it is delivered, the moral value of the film. I I concur with that because <laughs> we have about six minutes left. All right, let, let, let's just listen to a song just to kind of you know relax a bit. Uh, yeah, well, we, we can do that, anyway. you know, because all we really care about in these art forms is pleasure. Let's so we're going to put on a song let's now. Let's see if anyone requests the music. Okay, no one. I don't think anyone. Okay, so, so <laughs> what is that? I don't know someone sent us an email about Avatar. Do we have time to read it, or are we? <laughs> well, let, let's just the, keep talk, talk okay, the, talking. Okay, the thing is that we are trying to read an email at the minute, but the screen is not really helping us, and we have about six minutes left. So, should we read the email? Or should we play the song? I think this person, if they made a good point, well, we should read it out. Well, I, I think next week we're still gonna be talking about film. That's so correct. We, we will week, address that email, and next week we will be uh, swapping over. So, Manny will be defending it in terms of. Um, artistic grounds and I'll be talking about it in terms of its ethical grounds and as as you're probably aware it's quite challenging for us to kind of do this but I hope that there's some kind of um, at least interest coming out of the kind of things we're saying even though you don't necessarily agree with either position and that's why we do ask you always to kind of text in your own points and we will read them out as in the case of this one which we'll read out next week because we are out of time we're going to go into a song now this has been Either Or my name is Jason I'm here this is Manny that's Manny Uh, together we are Wild Stallions I mean Either Or and this is the song we're going to play. See you next week. Right. This is Manny. And this is Jason. This has been Ivor Raw. We've been on uh, Raw at Warwick. You know, the kind of drill. Uh, what's the number, Manny? Uh, I don't think we need to say the number. Okay. Thank you very much for watch, for listening to our show. And next week, the same time, tune in. Oh, yeah. That's 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock um, every Saturday. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.